I'm Kathy Davidson, and welcome to our women's meeting. I get thanks, Father, I get thanks. I get thanks that there's a group of women here that are endeavoring, and some men that are endeavoring to walk in the kingdom of God, in the power of God. I get thanks, Father, that you open our eyes that we can see, that you open our ears that we can hear, that you grant us the grace to humble ourselves and hear. Father, open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. I get thanks, Father. I get thanks. I get thanks, our great and awesome God. I get thanks to the God above all gods. Father, I ask for a spirit of grace on this meeting. And for all that listen, I give thanks for a spirit of grace on us all. In Jesus' name, amen. We are doing a series on prayer. We are studying about prayer. And last week, we studied about the prayer command. So we're going to continue with that. And I, but first, I want you to go to John 10, because I want us to have a foundation. A foundation that when we're in the battle, we know what we stand on. That we have the principles that are in the Bible. That we have the truths in our heart so that we know how to fight. Paul said, I don't beat the air. He knew how to fight. And I believe by the Spirit of God, God is going to show us women a foundation. What we can stand on when we are battling. All right, if you will go to John 10, a verse that I have said hundreds of times. Verse 35, Jesus speaking. He said, is it not written in your law? I said, you are gods. If he called them gods unto whom the word of God came. The word of God came. And look at this next part. And the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken. Your opinion cannot break the word of God. Oh, it'll make it where it won't manifest for you. But it cannot be broken. The guy next to you that believes, it'll work. You're going to be the one that believes or not. Now, with that, I want you to go to Mark 16. Today, we're going to talk about the, the prayer of command, and we're going to talk about casting out devils. But I want to get a foundation in you first, like I said just a couple minutes ago. I want a foundation in you so that when you are toe-to-toe -to -toe with the devil, and that is fun, and we are nose-to-nose, you know what you're standing on, and you know how it works. All right, Mark 16, verse 15. Jesus has just raised from the dead. And he said unto them, Go you into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach the gospel. Don't preach the Ten Commandments. Not going to get anything from that. Preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. You don't preach anything else. You preach the gospel. That's what Jesus said here. You preach the gospel. And what is the gospel? 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4. The gospel is this, that Jesus died according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. That's what we preach. That's what we stand in. That's what we put our faith in. We preach the gospel. Now, what happens when you preach the gospel? Look at verse 16. It says, He that believeth, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. 
So the first thing you got to do is you got to believe it. You got to believe it. In verse 17, this is beautiful. It says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs, these miracles follow them that believe. You know, it doesn't say there that you have to be, uh, you have to be a minister. It doesn't say there you have to be a prophet. It doesn't say there that you have to go to seminary. It doesn't say there that you have to be in Bible school. It doesn't say that you have to be a Sunday school teacher, an elder, or anything else. What is the only requirement for those miracles to work? That you believe. These signs follow them that believe. But believe what? Believe that Jesus died and he was buried and he rose again for you. That's what you have to believe. You have to believe the gospel. You don't have to believe anything else. You have to believe the gospel. The gospel. This whole world was created for the gospel. Did you know that? Read it. All right. These signs follow them that believe. It says, in my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. These signs follow them that believe. The first one, they shall cast out devils. They shall cast out devils. These signs follow them that believe. I was an English teacher. I was a grammar teacher. I was a reading teacher. And I will tell you, when it says, these signs follow them that believe, they shall cast out devils. So, if you can't cast out devils, what is your problem? You don't believe. You don't believe. You know, I had a person send me some, um, some uh, what, what would we call it, uh, uh, a rebuke. Saying that something that I was preaching wasn't, wasn't, uh, it, it was heresy. And they gave me two videos of people that I needed to listen to so that I could be corrected. Do you know that neither one of those individuals could cast out a devil? Do you know that neither one of those vi- people in those videos could speak in tongues? Do you know that neither one of those, vi- those people in those videos could lay hands on the sick? Now why would I want to listen to those? They didn't have the gospel, and they certainly didn't believe it. If they are not going to believe the gospel, why would you want to listen to them? Why? These signs follow them that believe. That is written. That is written. These signs follow them that believe. They shall cast out devils. They shall cast out devils. Anyone that believes can cast out a devil. You can be four years old and cast out a devil if you believe. If you believe. Now, turn with me to Luke 10. Luke 10, and I'm going to begin in verse 18. Jesus speaking. And he said, uh, uh, let's, be, let's start with verse 1. I want you to see this. Verse, uh, chapter 10, verse 1. After these things, Jesus, the Lord, appointed other 70 also. 70. Not 12 here. 70. 
He appointed other 70 also, and he sent them two and two before his face into every city and place where he himself would come. So now we got 70 people, not just the 12. Do you see that? It's not just for the 12. Now they got 70 doing it. And if you go to Acts, they're going to have several thousand do it. Now, now, let's go to verse 18. He's giving them instructions. And it says in verse 17, And the 70 returned again with joy. It said they returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Seventy people. Seventy. You know, that's about as many as follow us every day. It says, the devils are subject unto us. Now look what Jesus tells us. Look what Jesus tells us. No, it is not just for the 70, or it wouldn't have even been written in this book. Have you ever considered that? Well, that was just for the 12. Then why is it in the book? Then why was it written down for you to read? All right, verse 18. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. I give unto you power over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Can you read that? Because the devil will threaten you. And you can read this right back into his face. You can't hurt me. It is written. All right. Not with understanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you. That's to the 70. That's to us. I give you power over all. Do you see that? All. All the power of the enemy. All the power of the enemy. Nowhere, nowhere in this Bible does it say to be afraid of the devil. Nowhere. You have to use wisdom, but nowhere does it say you have to be afraid. Nowhere. Why? What we studied last week, we have Jesus in us. We have Jesus in in us. When you are born again, you get the spirit of Jesus. And we are one with his spirit. And the whole gospel is to the Gentiles, Christ in us, the hope of glory. You've got Jesus in you. If you have Jesus in you who created the devil, why are you afraid of him? Why are you afraid? Get rid of the fear. Call him what he is. The devil's a liar. Now, I want us to go and I want us to go to Joshua 6 because there's a principle here that I want us to see, that I want us to understand how this works. And it, it, this, this beautiful principle is given an example in Joshua 6. Joshua 6 verse 1. This is Joshua you know, did you know that Jesus and Joshua and Hosea have the same name? I thought that's pretty cool. Now, Joshua 6, verse 1. Now, Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went in and none went out. Now, this is after the Lord. Let's go back up into 15 so you can see. Uh, verse 13. It came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And beheld, there was a man 
and stood over against him with a sword drawn in his hand. Wow. And notice, notice, notice the courage of Joshua. He walked right up to him. There's a man standing there with a sword drawn, and he walks right up to him. And there was a man against him with a sword drawn in his hand, and Joshua went unto him and said, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And look at this. And he said, Nay. Nay. But as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. Jesus is standing in front of Joshua. How do you know that? We'll read it in the next chapter. It says, uh, Joshua fell on his face to the earth, and he did worship. And he said, What saith my Lord unto his servants? Notice what Jesus said. He is the captain of the host of the Lord. He is the captain of the host of the Lord. That's who you have in you. Why are you afraid? And the 15, and the captain of the Lord's host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place where I now standeth is holy. And Joshua did so. Now, chapter 6. Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went in, and none came, or, and none came, none went out, and none came in. And the Lord, there's where we find out who this is. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See. I have given unto thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Do you see that? Jesus is talking to Joshua. And Jesus, the captain of the Lord of hosts, said, I have given into thine hand Jericho. Wow. But I want us to see how it's done. I want us to see a principle here that will help you when you are casting out devils and when you are commanding things. I want you to see this principle. It says, I have given unto thee thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty man of valor. This is the Lord of hosts. Is Joshua going to fail at this? There's no way he's going to fail at this. Why? Because the Lord said, I have given into thine hand Jericho. But how did he give it to him? That's the principle. Now, verse 3, you shall compass the city, all you men of war. Go round the city once. Thou shalt do this six days. And the seventh priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times. And the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat. And the people shall ascend up every man straight before him. Now go down to verse 20. Because that's what happened. Now notice, Jesus said, I have given to your hands Jericho. And then he told them what to do. He gave them some instructions. And what are they going to do? They're going to follow the instructions. All right, now verse 20. It says, uh, 20. So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpet. And it came to pass that when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. So the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Now, did Joshua push the walls down? No. 
What did Joshua and the people do? They followed the instructions. They followed the instructions. Well, how did the wall fall down? The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. When they obeyed, the Spirit of God made the walls go down flat. Joshua's army couldn't do that. The Spirit of God did it. The Spirit of God knocked the walls down flat. Not only walked them down flat, but they caved in so they didn't fall on any of the Hebrews. You know, it's amazing. I, I read somewhere that somebody had a, com a, a commentary that, well, there was just an earthquake at that moment. Really? What a coincidence. And what a coincidence that the earthquake made the walls fall flat in. You hypocrite, unbelieving, you, uh, start believing God. Now, the principle, they obeyed God and the Spirit of God did the rest. It knocked the walls down. It did what Jesus promised Joshua that he'd do. He said, I'm going to give into your hands Jericho. And the walls came down. Oh, the song we used to sing, the walls came down. Now, turn with me to Matthew 12, 28. You're going to see this principle again. And this is Jesus speaking. And Jesus is talking. We know that Jesus... We know that Jesus came to the earth, that he left off all his godly authority, all his godly powers in heaven, and became a man. And we see that right here in Matthew 12, verse 28. Jesus speaking, he said, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, by the Spirit of God. Do you see how Jesus cast out devils here? By the Spirit of God. The same Spirit that knocked Jericho walls down. Is how Jesus cast out devils. Jesus was not able to cast out the devils with his own power. He didn't have any. He says that over and over in John. I can do nothing of myself. It's the Father working in me. Well, here he says it again. If I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the, then the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Do you see how you cast out a devil? You cast it out by the Spirit of God. You obey God, what the Spirit tells you, and then the Spirit of God does the work. The Spirit of God casts out devils. You know, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. We're nothing standing up against a demon. We're nothing. But Jesus and the Spirit of God in us is everything. He's everything. That's what causes the devil to go, the Spirit of God in us. And it is a marvelous, beautiful, fun work to feel the Spirit of God in you, casting out the devil. And you can feel in your spirit what the Holy Ghost is doing and what the devil's doing. And the devil doesn't like it. No, he doesn't like it. Good, because he needs to go. He needs to go. We don't need to be afraid. We need to believe. We need to believe. We need to believe when our kids are being tormented. We need to know how to cast out devils and we need to believe and cast them out. When our husbands, when our mothers, when our fathers, when our children, when our cousins, when they are being tormented, we need to know how to cast out devils. We need to bring the answer. We need to bring the comfort. We need to bring the Spirit of God and cast it out. 
cast it out. Now, let's, uh, let's go to, I'm going to show you some examples of how to cast out devils. It's beautiful. This book, Jesus was our example. And he tells us, he even gives us the words to say. I love it. First he tells us that it's the spirit of God in him that's casting out the devils. And then he gives us some examples. Beautiful. Folks, we are not alone in this. We have a shepherd. And he will tell you what to do and he will show you how. He'll even give you the very words you need to speak. That is so fun. All he needs is the vessel. All he needs is somebody that believes. Now, Mark 5, verse 2. It says, when Jesus was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. And he had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Because he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him. The devil can give a man such strength that you cannot even bind him with chains. You know, I've, I've heard of stories, stories about what the devil can do with a physical body. And plucked asunder by him and fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying. And look at this, cutting himself with stones. I want you to see something here. If, uh, it might encourage you. We will find out how many demons this man had in him. And he's cutting himself and moaning and crying out. But you know what? The devils couldn't kill him. The devils couldn't kill him. Oh, they tried cutting themselves with stones, but the man would not let them kill him. Do you see that? You do not have to commit suicide. You do not have to commit suicide. You don't have to listen to that devil in you. You do not have to listen to it. There is hope. There is Jesus. That's the one you call on. That's the one you cry out to. And the man, Jesus, will show up. And I want to show you something about this man, Jesus, and these demons. Now. Verse 6, but when this man, cutting himself with stones and crying and running naked, and they couldn't tame him, but this man, when he saw Jesus afar off, he sees the man, Jesus, afar off. He ran and worshipped him. That human spirit, that human man was still in there. He was still in there. It says, verse 7, and cried with a loud voice, saying, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Oh, look at what those demons had to do with Jesus. They had to worship him. They had to worship him. Verse 8, for he had said unto them, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Look at that. What was Jesus saying? Come out of the man. Come out of the man. That's words you can use when you're casting out devils. Come out of the man. Jesus gave us that example right here. Come out of the man. And he asked him, what is thy name? Now this is the only time we see in the New Testament Jesus having a conversation with the devils in him. The only time. You know, we need to be careful 
about having long conversations with the devil. You know why? Because they always lie. They always lie. You want to get into conversation with the devil, cast him out. Who cares what he thinks? Who cares where he comes from? Cast him out. He's going to lie to you anyway. He doesn't even know how to tell the truth. Cast him out. Cast him out. He said, what is thy name? And he answered, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him that they would not send him away out of the country. Now, there was in the nigh under mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave him leave. I believe in Matthew he said, Jesus said, Go. Go. There is something else, another word that we can use in casting out devils. And we've used it here often. Go. Giving them a command. Go. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea where there were about 2,000. Do you see there must have been about 2,000 demons in that man? 2,000. I think a legion is like 1,600 something. 2,000. You know what? They couldn't stand. 2,000 demons could not stand up against Jesus. Do you see that? Do you see that? 2,000 demons couldn't stand up against Jesus. And he's in you. And he is in you. We don't have to be afraid of the devil. Now, let's go to Luke 13, verse 11. Luke 13, and behold, Jesus... He's walking in there. There was a woman. And look at this. She had a spirit of infirmity. A spirit of infirmity. If I'm not saying that right, forgive my Ohio accent. Spirit of infirmity. 18 years and was bowed together and could no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her unto him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Thou art loosed. Jesus knew the woman had a spirit of infirmity. That's what was causing her sickness. That's what was causing her to be bowed over 18 years. It was a spirit. Did you know a devil can cause you to be bowed over for 18 years? And Jesus said, thou art loosed. What does he say? He says, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Got any faith? That's the keys of the kingdom. All right? So he says to her here, woman, thou art loosed. And then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. So now we know we can say go, we can say come out of them, and we can say thou art loosed. Study the word. The word is all your examples. The word gives you everything that you need to do this. This is a beautiful instruction book. Now, turn with me to Mark 9. Mark, uh, Mark 9, verse 16. And he asked the scribes, Jesus, he says, what question you with them? And then one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto them my son, which has a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnashes with his teeth, and he pineth away. And I spoke to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. 
And he answered them. And look what Jesus said. Oh, faithless generation. Oh, faithless generation. Better start casting out devils if you don't want to be a faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? You know, those, there are some of you that refuse to even step out and use your faith to do what Jesus gave you to do. I had a person once I, I went to, and they had a situation in their family that could have easily been corrected by casting out a devil. And they said, I won't have anything to do with devils. Really? Well, they got your family. They got their family, and they got you. They got you. If you refuse to do what Jesus paid for, they've got you. All right? Use your faith. Now, he said, oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought the boy unto Jesus. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, fell on the ground, and wallowed foaming. Oh, I love it when they act up. You know why? Because they know they're coming out. And it says, and he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. He said, oftentimes it has cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But he never got it done, thank God. But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Believe. Believe. You may not have the faith to do it today, but you'll have the faith tomorrow if you keep believing. If you keep believing. Jesus said, don't ever give up. Don't ever give up. Keep praying. Don't faint. Keep believing, and it'll have to happen. Now, it said... Uh, Help us. And Jesus said, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thine, mine, unbelief. You know, Jesus will. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the spirit, saying unto them, I charge thee. You hear that? I charge thee. I command thee. Come out of him. And enter no more into him. There's another example. There's another example how we cast out devils. We say, I charge thee, I command thee to come out of him and enter no more into him. Jesus told her how to do it. And the spirit cried and ran him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch many said, he is dead. Now, if you can't cast out a spirit of fear out of yourself, don't try to go against something like this. I've given the example before. I came up against a spirit in my classroom, and I felt so sorry for the child. He was, he was just being tormented. And I came in one day, and I said, you know what? I'm going to set my spirit against this spirit. I'm going to set my spirit against this spirit. And I did. And about five minutes later, I took a drink of water, and I choked so bad on it, at my face, I started almost to faint, and my students were screaming, do you want us to go get the nurse? Do you want us to go get the nurse? You know what I knew while I was choking? I went ahead and tried to go against the spirit I wasn't ready for. The spirit of God didn't tell me to go after it, and he wasn't one of my family. 
And I learned then, you better be ready in the Spirit. And when the Spirit tells you, when the Holy Ghost tells you, oh, that's a whole different ball game. You got it then. Jesus said, I give into your hands. I give into your hands all the power of the enemy. Now, let's go one more. Acts 16. This isn't Jesus. This is Paul. We've all read this one, but it's interesting. We need to know what words to use. Verse, uh, Acts 16, verse 16. And it came to pass as they went to prayer. Paul said, a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination. Now this woman's possessed with divination. And I want you to notice something here. Metis, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. And she's the same, followed Paul and cried, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us the way and the salvation. Do you realize she's saying all the right words? She's saying the right words. She's saying these men, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show us under the way of salvation. Right words, wrong spirit. Wrong spirit, and Paul knew it. Paul knew it. How did Paul know it? Discerning of spirits. Paul walked in the spirit. And verse 18, and this she did many days. So Paul put up with her for many days. But Paul being grieved, he finally reached the point. And he said, turn and said to the spirit. He didn't say it to the woman. He didn't say it to the woman. He said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And you know what? It did. It did. Got Paul in some trouble, but it came out. It came out. Do you see the Bible is our example? Jesus is our example. And Jesus said, Jesus said, these signs followed them that believed. They will cast out devils. I learned first on myself. And then I learned by casting witchcraft spirits out of my children. My children would come home sick, nauseated. And I would pray over them, cast the devil out of them, and they wouldn't be sick anymore. They wouldn't. Oh, I rem the, the story of my daughter, I woke up. I mean, we had a busy household when I was teaching. And woke up and went into her room, and she was sitting on her bed with a bucket in her hand. She'd been throwing up. She didn't even come and tell me, but she was throwing up. And I looked at her, and I said, what's up? And she said, I'm sick. I'm throwing up. And I said, come out of her, you witchcraft spirit. Come out of her. And you know what? I walked out. I went to school. That girl was totally healed. And when I came home, she had cleaned the house. She felt so good. I got a double blessing. I got the devil out of my daughter and I got a clean house. Can't ask for any more than that. And you know what? I'm, I, then I was a mother and a teacher. I wasn't a preacher. I wasn't a preacher. You know what I was? I was one that believed. I was one that believed. Believed in what? That Jesus died for me and my children, that he was buried, that he rose from the dead for me and my children. These signs will follow them that believe. Amen? 
We're going to pray. My heavenly Father, I thank you. My heavenly Father, I thank you. My heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you for that power. I thank you for the spirit of God that casts out the devils. I thank you, Father, for the spirit of God moving that casts out the devil. Father, I thank you for the spirit of God moving, casting out devils as I speak. Father, I thank you. The spirit of God moving. I thank you because I believe. Because I believe, because we believe, I thank you, Father, for the Spirit of God moving. I break the power of that witchcraft over that man in Jesus' name. I break the power of witchcraft over that man in Jesus' name. I break the power of witchcraft over that man in Jesus' name. I loose you. I loose you from that spirit. Go in Jesus' name. Go, you wicked thing. Go, 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 go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. Go in the name of Jesus. I cast out this witchcraft. I cast out this witchcraft. I cast out this witchcraft. I cast out this witchcraft and these women. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. You lying witchcraft spirits, I cast you out. I cast you out by the Spirit of God. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. I cast you out. Jesus, I cast you out this witchcraft. I cast you out in Jesus' name. I cast you out in Jesus' name. I cast you out. Yes, you. I cast you out. I cast you out. I cast you out. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Yes, go in the name of Jesus. Go. Let that spirit go. Let him out. Go in the name of Jesus. Go. 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 Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I get thanks. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you. I get thanks. I get thanks, Father. I thank you. I get thanks, Father. I thank you. I get thanks. Father, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for today. I thank you for those you've delivered. I thank you for those you're delivering right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See you next week.
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.